this is Siri and you're listening to my favorite podcast, Not Real Art. I live for this shit cause it's totally lit. Welcome to Not Real Art, series favorite podcast. That's right. Your hosts, Man One. And the guy that shall remain nameless. <laughs> I prefer my anonymity. Yeah. I want to keep I want to keep a low profile. All right. All right. You know. I think I think fame yeah. is like overrated. Okay. I want to be able to walk down the street and not have people ask me for my autograph. All right. Well just so you know, everyone out there, I'm sitting next to Banksy. So he doesn't want to say he's Dude, Banksy, but well, don't tell him where we're at. All right. Yeah. It's <laughs> the last thing I need. The low profile. That's the thing. Like I think anonymity. Yeah. Is 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 really like the new black. I mean, it's like like for me, it's like way more. I, I give me give me fortune. Keep the fame. Right. You know. Right. Like. But we're in LA, right? So fame is currency in of itself. I mean, I've seen some broke ass reality stars get into some very cool clubs just because <laughs> <laughs> they were famous, right? You know. Yep. Meanwhile, I was trying to slip the bouncer a hundred bucks to let me in, and he told me to get back in the line, you know, because he didn't know who the hell I am. You know? Yeah, that's right. In the LA. So that's how it works, you know. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I like to be able to walk around and, you know. Be incognito. Yeah, well, you know. You can't do that, though. You, I mean, people know you. It depends. Like, it feels like every time we're out, someone's like, are you, excuse me, are you man one? Yeah, my, my kids have a, a running joke about that. Oh, yeah, what is yeah, it? Because it's, you know, like, they can't take me anywhere without me being recognized, they say. Um, and it's so funny because it's, you know, it's such a, I'm known in such a small subculture, I think. Of the art world, mm -hmm. or the not not real art world, the not real art world. Yes. And um, you know, when I'm, for example, at Dodger Stadium, and one of the ushers asks for my autograph, and then like the rest of the people in the in the <laughs> in the stands are looking at it like, who the hell is this? Idiot? Well, they feel like losers because they don't know who you are. Yeah, they're like, you know, who is this guy? Yeah. And then I'm at Disneyland, and one of the operators like lets us cut in line because they know who I am. Mm. So once in a while, it's like, oh, that's cool, I guess, you know. Right. But, you know, um, my landlord doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he but, wants his rent. Yeah, he it. wants his rent. So, you know, sometimes it doesn't transfer. But uh, it is an interesting thing about L.A. And, um, you know, I think other cities have that. But in L.A., we're just so jaded by it, too. Yeah. You know? So... You know, um, when you meet people from small small towns and right. they come to L.A. or right. or you visit them and they're like, oh, my God, do you know? So I have a story about that. Right? <laughs> yeah. So um, you saw The Matrix. Yeah. Okay. So you remember that scene where the guy asks the character, well, you know, you're going to have to, you can become someone else. Mm -hmm. Right. And what would you want to be? Right. And he says, I want to be an actor. Yeah. You remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so I saw The Matrix twice, okay? Right. I saw it once in Chicago the first time, and I saw yeah. it for a second time in L.A. Oh, okay. Okay? And 
in Chicago when that scene came up. Yeah. Like, what do you want to be? I said, I want to be an actor. Like, the crowd was just silent. Oh, really? Just silent. Okay. Because it was, like, serious. Like, like the crowd, the Chicago crowd were like, oh, yeah, actor. Oh, I thought they were going to laugh. No, no. In L.A., they laughed. Oh, really? In L.A. Huh. Yeah. The, 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 the guy goes, the guy yeah. says, like, yeah, I want to be an actor. And the whole crowd just cracked up. Oh, that's pretty funny. You know? It's like, yeah, wow. L.A.'s, you know. Right. Jaded. You know? Right. Yeah. And then when he told them if he wanted the blue pill or the red pill. Right. You know, give me both. <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> All the Crips got pissed off when he chose the red. Oh, right. Of course they would. <laughs> did he choose the red? What did he choose? Good I, question. I man. forgot you what know. he chose. Yeah, you know, he he chose the 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 wrong one. He chose the wrong one. <laughs> Whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> the placebo. I can't choose. That's why I just take two. <laughs> take two. Call a doctor in the morning. Yeah. What happened to my What happened to the money in my bank account? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Rock has that bit about um, when you're going to the ATM, you know, two in the morning, there should be like a little guy that pops up on the screen like, what are you doing? Right. Why do you, why do you need 300 bucks at two in the morning? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Can't be good. Save, save your ass. Yeah. Nothing good happens at three o'clock in the morning. That's nobody. right. That's right. Nothing. Yeah. After midnight. After midnight. To say. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Anyway. Well, so you've been busy. Very busy. Yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's happened? So you, you illustrated and did the art for your first children's book. Yeah. Um, the Roy Choi street food remix. Yeah. And it's winning all kinds of awards. I understand. Yep. I think you Crazy. were on a TV interview the other day for it. What, 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 what's happening with the children's book? It's so interesting. Um, that this children's book thing is such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, I had no idea how big the the children's book world thing is, but um, yeah, we're winning awards. Uh, we were re recently um, in Texas at the Texas uh, Library Association conference because we're up for the Blue Bonnet Award in Texas, which is like a huge deal. Um, Going to be receiving the Cybert Award honor um, in New Orleans um, later this summer. Um, at the ALA conference, um, it's amazing. I have no idea like where this all came from, um, you know. But now getting a little taste of it, I'm starting to see. Oh, of course, this is winning awards, you know. Right. Um, and the reason I say that is because when you look at the landscape out there of who authors for children's books are, who the illustrators are there's such a need for people of color to be right. writing and illustrating. Sure. And I'm in Texas where 48% of, of Texans are of Latino descent. Mm -hmm. And there's no books being written in Spanish what the fuck, dude? or bilingual I... or by people of color or whatever. And it's like, there's such a need. And That's so... bad business even for racists. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you know, if you're going to be a racist, you should at least make, you know, yeah. you know, be a smart business person. Right. Exactly. Jesus. So, so yeah. So it's so amazing that that like this is winning awards, but you know, it's opening all kinds of doors with libraries and librarians around the country. I just did a a piece that's going to air on NPR, um, and you know, it's just uh, yeah, it's just it's it's really great. I mean, I'm looking forward to hopefully some more projects now that I yeah. got a taste of it. 
But more than that, it's just like, you know, you realize the influence you have um, in these communities with these kids, you know. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. That's a helicopter flying by. Yeah, um, ghetto bird, as we call them. Yeah, right. Right. So, we're right in the so, hood. We won't. We won't disclose our location, right. but we're right in, in the hood. Deep. Yeah. <laughs> Shattered glass everywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, well, um, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's. Um, how did it come about? How did they? Uh, how did they find you? How did? How well, did it, 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 it. You know, they. God, how did, I don't know how it all initially happened, but readers to eaters contacted me because um, oh, I'm sorry who's readers to eaters readers to eaters is the publisher okay and um, they were already putting this book together um, they have a, a series of books uh, on, on food heroes and so this was going to be like the the third book in that series wait they have a series of books on on hero sandwiches <laughs> yeah on hero sandwiches okay. <laughs> food heroes food heroes okay. yeah so um so then they wanted to you know do a story on on Roy Choi and um the authors of this book are um June Jolie and Jacqueline um Briggs Martin and um they wrote the book and the publisher got a hold of me through a mutual friend actually um who recommended me because they wanted to do an authentic LA book obviously it's an LA story about mm -hmm. Roy Choi. Roy Choi, shout out. And so um, they wanted to do something that, um, you know, have an illustrator that was relevant to that. And so, um, yeah, so I got the call and, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those calls that you get where you just got to do it, you know, right. like no matter what the... Cause I got to believe the, 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 the money was probably pretty, pretty, uh, pretty lean the budget was probably not that fat right well you know it's especially in, in the book world when it's the first time doing it you, you can't be expecting all kinds of cash unless you're already an a-list celebrity got so, it but you got know it. so pay your dues yeah. so yeah so you know maybe on the next one i can ask for more who knows million dollars yeah mm. but um but yeah it's one of those projects where like you just got to do it because you know i've been wanting to illustrate a book my whole life yeah you know um but finding a finding someone who's going to um, allow you to do your thing, right. and also pay you, right. and also distribute it, yeah. and publish it properly. Sure, um, that's the hard part. So, you know, when they reached out to me and showed me the con the concept, um, the project, I was like, let's do it. So, um, yeah, I'm really proud of it. I'm 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 really happy the the way it came out. And um, well, I can tell you as yeah. a um, as a parent myself of a five-year-old and a one-year-old, I am steeped in children's books. Right. And um, I can tell you that uh, your book uh, is truly one of a kind. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I haven't seen anything, not that I've seen them all. I'm just right. saying, like, what I have seen, like, yours is, like, truly fresh and contemporary and cutting edge and innovative and... Right. It's beautiful. I mean, it's well, beautiful, you. but it's yeah. but it's but it's freaking cool. I mean, it looks amazing. Yeah, you know, I I did my best. Well, thank you for that. But um, you know, I I hadn't seen graffiti in children's books really. Yeah. And if there is some books out there, I just wasn't aware of them. So I said, you know, I got to do something to really um, bring that element into it yeah. and make it as authentic as possible. So 
So most of the illustrations are actually spray painted onto canvas on a large scale and then photographed and then So wait, so know. so wait, so to illustrate the imagery mm -hmm. of the book. Right. And the book is what, ten by fourteen? I mean well, how big it's kind of a larger format, right? Yeah. It's like eight so, and a half by eleven. Let's call it eight and a half by eleven. Yeah, it's a little bigger than that, but a little yeah. bit bigger, right. Whatever. So so anyways, what you're saying is you would paint on a canvas at yeah. a large scale. Yeah, like six foot canvases. The illustrations that right. would then be reproduced um, at, you know, ten by fourteen or whatever. Yeah, so so each spread, which is you right. know um, was was a large canvas, like mm -hmm. a six foot, wow. seven foot canvas. Yeah. And um I spray painted the backgrounds but then the actual detailed images and the um more the stuff in the foreground was all done with, with pencil and then and then photoshopped and colorized right. and then all put together, you know, wow. on, on, on the computer. So it was a long process but it has that kind of animation cell kind of feel, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think. Um, because there's the the hard lined um, illustration in the forefront and the soft background, so it creates kind of a nice a nice effect. Um, and then also I have like a, there's a page in there about, the, about Watts, um, where I have a graffiti piece that says Watts, you know. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's my favorite page, just because, um, like I said, I've always wanted to have a actual see an actual graffiti piece in a children's book, right. and right. until now I hadn't I hadn't seen that. So you did it. So, you know, I don't know if I'm the first, but it's definitely my favorite page, and I enjoyed uh, doing it. And then also just getting the freedom from, from the publisher to really push what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, there was times when I wanted to be a little bit more conservative, and he was like, no, 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 you know, push it, you know. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a fine balance about, you know, how, to, how, to, how do you bring in the streets and the graffiti, but still tell a story to six-year-olds. You know? it, well, it's a totally human story. Like, right. I mean, right. I mean, it doesn't get more real than than Roy Choi growing up in L.A. Right. And um, finding yeah. his way. But there's things you know. in there where he's dealing with loneliness, where yeah. he's dealing with rejection. Um, you know, the quote unquote dark times. Right. And you know, we had to figure out a way to illustrate that mm -hmm. without making it, you know, uh, an adult version. Can I? So I don't yeah. know if I've told you this, but. Um, uh, what, one of the things I really appreciate about the book is the amount of, um, you know, intellectual, um, well, what am I trying to say? I mean, you, you, it is clear that you have put so much thought into bringing this story to life with your art. And, mm -hmm. and one of the things I enjoyed most about it was like even some of the hidden, oh, right kind of ideas yeah. hidden uh artwork inside the artwork right that um if you know people aren't paying attention to they're sure. probably not going to see it but it's there right and um i don't know i just think it speaks to the amount of love uh, and passion that you put into the project to, to to take it to that level right you know well it starts it starts off right from the beginning you know the the actual title is the um, chef roy Choi and the street food remix mm -hmm. and the word remix is is pretty important because um, it talks about a few different things, right? It talks about um, the remixing culture, um, you know, being him being a Korean mm -hmm. um, growing up in Los Angeles, Korean American, making um, tacos, making tacos. <laughs> right. You know, there's the there's the the you know the the, the fine world of of uh, what is the 
you know, going to school and learning about oh, the yeah, being a chef, about, I mean, about being he, a chef, yeah, yeah. and then the street food culture of LA, and then there's <clears> then there's <throat> the art and the graffiti, mm-hmm. um, and then on top of all that, there's a love for music, you know, um, which I think was was key, yeah. was key in it. And if you look at the at the, at the cover, um, I decided to do the portrait of of Roy Choi, and the background is like is instead of a brick wall. It's a wall of of mixtapes, right? You know, right. And so those are subtle things that are in there, but um, they reference like his love for hip hop, my love for hip hop, um, and and growing up in that generation, you right. know. So, and yeah, there's a ton of tons of little, a ton of little hidden mm-hmm. um, things throughout the book that reflect um, LA culture or that talk about, you know. Um, things that you would only know if you walked around Koreatown or right or whatever, you know. So this is what we have to do. Yeah, we got to get Roy on the show. Yeah, and have the three of us talk about you know his life, your book. Yeah, you know, growing up in LA. Both of you growing up in LA. The book oozes LA, right. and it's so authentic and so rich. Right. And so we got to get him on the show. But and we're running out of time, unfortunately. Real quick before we go, where can people buy the book? Well, you can buy the book. Let me guess. Amazon.com. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can't get a signed, a signed copy on Amazon. No, okay. But if you go to man1.com, oh, oh, shoot. Okay, yeah. you can get a yeah, signed book. By the one. way, a.k.a. fuck Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, just look it up. Chef Roy Choi in the Street Food Remix. Um, and, uh, you know, published by Readers to Eaters, mm-hmm. written by June Jolie and Jacqueline Briggs Martin. And um, you'll find it. Get, get your signed copy at. Man1.com? That, that's where you can get it. All right. All right. <laughs> Later. Peace.